either one of these any good? Wow, this is a good movie. It's pretty good. Yeah, well, the director from yesterday doesn't think so. It stinks. You sorry? You waste all our film. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, I feel like we probably should have opened with the lobby jingle, right? Because that's pretty much what we've got yes, now, it isn't is. it? Yes, yep. Yeah, we laugh about it. We try to keep, find some levity in the situation if we can. Welcome. This is the Screening Room Podcast. She is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf. And we are, are we observing the six feet rule? Are you six feet away from me right no. now? Get back, woman. <laughs> Uh, Welcome. There's still a lot to talk about because a lot is changing, obviously, um, with the streaming releases. We're going to talk about those, what's new this week, what's coming. Also, we're going to bring in a special guest this week, a guy, a friend of ours, who is really as tied in to what the studios are doing as anybody I know. Right. Uh, We asked him about it one time, and he said, that's just how my brain works. (laughs) Like some people know baseball scores, he just know, knows this stuff. So he's a good one to turn to about how the studios are reacting, what's coming, what we can expect. So we'll be bringing him in uh, in a few minutes. But we want to talk about, first of all, the uh, the news we got this week is that in streaming releases, we're getting, th- well, they're, they're out now, mm-hmm. three new good ones that have just come out on uh, in, the- in theaters in the last couple of weeks. Right. And that starts with The Invisible Man. Which we loved. Loved it. And, you know, it had a great opening weekend. Like, it did enough box office when it first came out that uh, they're going to redo a bunch of Universal stuff now. And, of course, you remember a couple of years ago, a few years ago, the Tom... Cruise mummy kind of sank any plans to reboot the Kinda? Universal Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so it's that interesting. That movie was awful. Yeah. And so even with just a, a limited run, it made enough money to to reinvigorate yeah. the idea, which is cool. It's so fun. It's it's great. We talked about it last week, of course, uh, not to reiterate too much, but Elizabeth Moss is fantastic. She's so great. They find Lee Wanell finds a great way to see it through a, a new lens. Yeah. Where the Invisible Man is not the main character. No. And it's through a through a, a I hate to say a me too lens, but it is a in, bit. in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's scary. It's tense. It even has good jump scares, what? which you know about me and jump scares. To say a good jump scare, it, they are few and far between. And it has a couple that I loved, yeah. outright loved. It's just it's just a lot of fun. And so I'm glad they're uh, they're giving you a chance to to see it now and see it uh, if you didn't see it in the theaters. Uh, but that is not the only one. The other one that we like a lot uh, that just came out last week, we talked about it last week, is The Hunt. Right. And we were saying last week how badly we feel for this movie because it was supposed to come out a year ago and the they top, shelved ugh. it, that, you know, and uh, and so it comes out then last weekend, which is the same weekend where movie theaters all close. So nobody st- really has gotten a chance to see it. So you can now. And, and it's an interesting film because Craig Zobel is the filmmaker and he does tend to make unusually provocative films. And I mean it because they are provocative in an unusual way. Mm-hmm. So his first film, Compliance, is uh, is a true uh, crime story, and it's one of those movies that is so uncomfortable that you spend your whole time going, this would never happen. Right. But in fact, when you look it up, it's it's unerring. Almost in, to it's the authenticity. letter. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he made Z for Zachariah, which was, I thought, a great movie, but so very different from the source material that people hated it as well. Mm-hmm. And now here's another one, The Hunt, which people going into it either don't want to see it because it seems like uh, Republicans are the heroes and they're not interested in a movie where Republicans are the heroes or they don't want to see it because it seems like Republicans are being picked off as victims and really (laughs) while both of those are sort of true they're also both entirely untrue it's a film that skewers the way we let our political leanings make us extremists make us self-righteous and do the dirty work of the rich 
really. And, and even though it does have, it does go into areas that feel like an exploitative B movie. I'll give it that. It's still fun. <clears throat> it is. And it's bloody. Yeah, it uh, is. And it's it's a, got a quick pace. It's not a long movie. It is not. So and Betty I, Gilpin is great. Betty Gilpin is fantastic. And I can see a lot of people who are maybe curious about this and maybe wouldn't have gone to the theaters. Hopefully they will check it out at home. Right. And I, and, and I think you're absolutely right. It doesn't take sides. It skewers the way we live today and the the atmosphere of everything from, right. from fake news to you know all the finger pointing on both sides right. and so how, basically and how and who it ultimately serves it's going to aggravate everybody everyone at one point or another yeah, yeah. and I, we just thought it was a blast uh, and also another movie that we liked uh, Emma the yeah. latest Jane Austen adaptation is out led by Anya Taylor Joy who we love and her fantastically big eyes <laughs> those eyes are crazy but she's crazy good and this is a very smart amusing take on a classic Jane Austen story. Yeah, Jane Austen's last novel. And so it's one that hasn't been made into film as often as some of her, like Pride and Pride, and Pride and some of her more famous ones. And and it is. One of the reasons why uh, this one is, sticks out to me is because it's fun. It is fun. And it's gorgeous. It looks oh, fantastic. It Bill Nye is a riot. As <laughs> <laughs> with... He may get the most laughs out of the fewest lines right, right. For the, since the silent <laughs> movies. I mean, he's just so exasperated and bemused or aggravated because he he thinks there's a draft. <laughs> Um, we we really enjoyed Emma. So right there, there's three new ones mm-hmm. that are that are for uh, out for video D and for that are out for rental right now. Uh, and then there are a, f- a few others that were already scheduled to come out this right, week. Right. And there's some good pickings here too, especially if you have. A family, some right. kids. You want a good family movie? Oh, okay, probably not The Hunt. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the new Jumanji, Jumanji: The Next Level. I really enjoyed it. Um, I remember when when I when I first saw the the first one, the uh, the uh, the original reboot. Yeah. Um, I was I was impressed by how they gave it a new hook. Mm-hmm. Y- you have to, and they updated it in a very fun way because obviously a board game is going to be a video game now, mm-hmm. and all of those things. It seemed very fresh and fun, but then now they're coming back just a, over a year later, and okay, now what's your? You got to give me a new hook. We yeah. can't, and they do. They find a way to do that with these new avatars and the switching of the avatars. And I think top to bottom, I enjoyed it better. It, it may not be quite as funny, but I think the actual adventure of it is mm-hmm. markedly better. I really do, and The Rock and Kevin Hart are funny. Their chemistry yeah. is, yeah, it continues to be good. So, yeah, I think this is a really good one, especially for the family. If you're looking for a, a fun one that the kids might like as well, I think the uh, the next level is good. And we just talked about this last week, Swallow. Yes, they didn't rush it to release. It's one of those films, and often independent horror films are like this, where uh, their theatrical release date and their online release date are only a week apart. If you like horror films, it's not horror horror. I mean, it's not bloody. It's, that it's very uncomfortable. Unsettling. It's very Very unsettling. Incredibly well made. As you said last week, very Hitchcock kind of a thrill about it. It, the look is meticulous, and the central performance by Haley Bennett is yeah. just brilliant. Yeah, it's a. It reminded me Hitchcockian more in its take, its side eye on gender hysterics. Right. That's that's what really called back. But the writer director is Carlo Mirabella Davis, and it reminded me in some ways of Eighth Grade because you how you can say a male 
writer-director was able to tap in so well yeah. to this female-centric movie. Yes. It's, it's, you don't see that very often. No, you really don't. And and as you pointed out last week, uh, Bennett is not just the star, but she's also a producer. Yeah. And, and it was clearly a passion project. And um, it I really, I highly recommend it. Yeah, this is rated R. This is not for the family. No. But uh, we really enjoyed that. Um, also out this week, Richard Jewell. Uh, you probably heard about this one, Problematic, uh, Clint Eastwood, and the true story of, of course, Richard Jewell, the hero and then villain and then hero again of the Atlanta uh, Olympics bombing back in the 90s. And there is, I think, there's a good movie at the heart of this. Right. There really is. But boy, does he get sidetracked with with his grandstanding. Eastwood, you mean? Eastwood, yeah. Paul Walter Hauser plays Wonderful. Richard Jewell. Wonderful. Wonderful. And Kathy Bates, who, oh, who was Oscar-nominated as right. his mom, also wonderful. And and Sam Rockwell as his attorney. They're great, as you pretty much knew they would be. But Paul Walter Hauser finally getting a chance after a bunch of supporting roles. Yeah. And good supporting roles. Yes. Uh, to break out. And he's he's really good. But the problem, the way that Eastwood grandstands about the government and the press just sinks this movie. It does. It really does. Uh, not only the uh, Olivia Wilde character of the reporter, that is the worst, but even the, the John Hamm character mm-hmm. of the FBI, it's so, it's so heavy-handed and such grandstanding with the fear of the, the press and the government. Is it, it really masks what, at the heart of it, the relationship between Richard Joel, his mother, and his attorney is, is decent. And it's a story worth hearing about. It is. But boy, what's going on around that central story, I thought really sank the movie. We talked about this a little bit last week with I Still Believe that I think for me, films like this, the problem is that they serve two masters. They are not just telling you a story. They are trying to prove their own personal point. And that's what sunk this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. One of the most beautiful films. So if you have a big screen, Mm. definitely recommend one of the most beautiful films from last year. Terrence Malick's A Hidden Life is out, I think only on DVD. DVD. I believe it is. It it was streaming earlier, so you may still be able to find it streaming, but it is available now to purchase on DVD. Yeah, it's uh, not one of my favorite Malick's, but it is definitely worth seeing, and it tells a heart-wrenching true story. It really does, of a conscientious objector um, in Germany who would not take a pledge to support the Nazis um, in the war and uh, in World War II. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's heart-wrenching, but it is gorgeous. It and is told, gorgeous. Told in that very sometimes hypnotic, surrealistic, Terrence Malick yeah. voiceover type right. of way. But, uh, yeah, if you got a big screen, boy, fire it up. And the remake of Black Christmas is out on VOD this week as well. Disappointment there. It was disappointing, although I have to say that, you know, if you're a horror film fan, you're used to watching sort of guilty pleasure movies. Movies that aren't as good as they ought to be, but there's something (laughs) in there that you find enjoyable. This is that. If you have, across your life, as across our lives, if you have put yourself through really, really sexist horror movies because of a handful of of good jump scares or there's something worthwhile, then you owe yourself this movie. Because it's not a very good movie, but it is a very feminist horror movie, and it is about time. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what we've got available for VOD right now, but there's a lot more... Coming down the pike, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more as this landscape changes. We want to bring in a friend of ours who's really tied into this, all of this. <laughs> He's going to know a lot more about it than we do. We welcome Daniel Baldwin. He writes some great stuff for Dread Central, also Bloody Disgusting, and at his own website, check it out at theschlocketeer.com. So welcome, Daniel. Appreciate you jumping on with us. And we've been talking about the newer releases that have just come out in theaters the last few weeks, but now, for obvious reasons, have uh, arrived on home video. And I see some of the talk is about the price. They're about 20, 20 some odd dollars 
to rent. And from our point of view, we think that's pretty fair. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's pretty fair, too. Uh, usually, the, anytime I'm seeing someone complain about it, it's because they tend to go to the movie theater by themselves. Um, so I, I can understand that you know $20 for a 48-hour rental might be a bit extreme if you're just used to going by yourself all the time. But you know, if you're going as a couple or if you've got a family and you're buying snacks in addition to it, you know, $20 as opposed to 60 or 70 is a, is a pretty good deal. Now, if it's, if it's like Amazon does with their VOD, you have maybe 30 days to start watching it. But once you actually click on it and fire it up, you've got 48 hours to watch it. So, I mean, if you rent The Invisible Man, you could probably watch it a couple of times if you really wanted to yeah. right. before it expires. Well, and, and also I think people are not, I think, taking into account that these films cost a lot more to make. Uh, you know, big studio films t- cost a lot more to make than, say, a little independent feature, and they rely on box office to make that money back. The rental amount, you know, that's sort of gravy after the fact and because of piracy and things like that. So I think that also, don't you think, is one of the reasons why when you get them this quickly, they're going to cost as much. Right, yeah. They're definitely pricing it higher than the usual VOD amount to you know, account for the loss of theatrical release and to combat the piracy, you know, um, I, I'm sure, you know, Emma the Hunt and the Invisible Man are, are probably all being pirated already. Yeah. And uh, what uh, Disney's putting up uh, Onward tonight. Oh, they are? Yes. Uh, it's, it's hitting premium VOD tonight, I think around 8 o'clock Eastern, and then they're putting it on Disney Plus in two weeks. They just announced that a couple wow, hours ago. Wow, okay. Well, that was going to be our next question, because we've already heard about Trolls 2 is going to bypass, you know, because it's already finished. It was is scheduled to come out here anyway, and it's going to go straight to VOD. And, and you just mentioned those uh, that you just found out about today. Anything else you're hearing? I don't know if any are doing day and date yet. I know, um, I believe uh, Birds of Prey, Bloodshot, and The Gentleman are all hitting VOD at that price next week. I think that uh, the faith-based movie that you all reviewed last week is as well. I still believe. Right. I think the regular January releases are just hitting VOD like normal in April. As far as I know, there's only three movies that still have theatrical release dates in April. Uh, One of them is A24 St. Maud, and then there's My Spy and Bad Trip. Mm. Um, if if I had to guess, maybe those will just end up going straight to VOD since they haven't been postponed yet. Yeah, I, I would say. Been announced yet. Yeah, unfortunately, I would say that's a pretty that's a pretty strong a strong likelihood. So a lot of people want the studios to release things like Mulan right directly to streaming right now as some sort of a service to us. But uh, I saw that you mentioned something that maybe people aren't thinking about in terms of production schedules that have also ceased. So could you just tell us a little bit about why you don't think we can expect the big studio releases to just go directly to streaming? Most of the 2020 movies have already been shot. They're all either completed already or they're in post-production right now. Um, But, you know, they were, all the studios are started to film their 2021 releases. You know, uh, Marvel's Black Widow just got postponed from the schedule and they have Eternals coming out in November so far, but they were already beginning to shoot their next two or three movies for next year, which are now not in production. So I think just to use Marvel as an example, I wouldn't be too surprised if they push Black Widow to November, 
pluck Eternals out of November and then toss it into early 2021 on one of the dates for like Doctor Strange 2 or something mm. and just push everything on down the line. You know, the the summer movies that we were going to get will probably come out in the fall now and I suspect in a few weeks they're going to start announcing the fall films being pushed to early next year just to plug in all the gaps. Sure. Well, no doubt. This is a, a fluid situation pretty much in, in all walks of life, so the movies uh, don't escape that. We That's great info, Daniel. Daniel Baldwin, you can find him at theschlocketeer.com. We may be checking in again to get your thoughts on how this is progressing, if you don't mind. Oh, anytime. All right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll be reaching out to him uh, pretty frequently. Yes. Because just that, that what he dropped a little bit ago, I didn't know that those Onward. were coming out. Onward, there you go. Mm-hmm. So he must get on somebody's alert list that we're not on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the hotline. But uh, we appreciate that. The other thing you might have seen, and did you, did you see this? Something was trending this week that's alarming <laughs> until, until you look into it. It was, I believe, the hashtag, and this might have started with, with uh, Seth Rogen, either that or he took it to the next level, and that is release the butthole cut. And apparently, cats, as if it needed to be <laughs> even more disturbing, <laughs> originally had somebody go in in the in the before it got its release to make it more realistic and add CGI buttholes. I'm not making this up. CGI buttholes to all the cat people, mm. and then after all this man or woman's hard work. Then they decided, no, we're going to erase the buttholes. So they went back and took them out. So now there is a groundswell in these (laughs) tough times to give us something to hope for. And we want the butthole cut. And when you say we, you don't mean the two of us. Because <laughs> so, uh, I can't even think of a reason that I would put myself through that movie again, and buttholes is not a reason. No, but you know what I can see? As long as we're going to be cooped up, I can see people getting together and doing some virtual... Drinking a lot. Yeah. Maybe smoking some smoke and <laughs> and watching the butthole cut. I, I can see that happening, so... Um, Not getting together. They'll just be alone and drunk and high watching a bad movie. That's a sad way to spend the apocalypse. I think we're going to have to get Daniel to keep us really (laughs) abreast of these developments in the butthole cut. So uh, Stop saying that. (laughs) I didn't make it up. Speaking of other stuff that I do not want to watch, but some people might, right? The Hallmark Channel. You saw that, of course. The yes. Hallmark Channel is is this progr- weekend. Yeah, programming all of its Hallmark Christmas specials yeah, for I don't the whole weekend. See that. No, I, I don't. but I know that there are a ton of people. Yes. that is it, again guilty pleasure. That's just going to make them happy. It's going to keep them upbeat. And ha- our neighbors across the street actually probably and are God among them. God bless you. God yeah. bless you. Yes. Go for it. And also, if you love the Broadway musicals, as Hope does... Right, I know. It's one more thing I don't want to watch. <laughs> but I do. Um, I think it's a free trial. It's a seven-day free trial for Broadway HD, where you can see all these Broadway shows uh, in their entirety. So that's something, too, to check out. A lot of streaming services are offering... In fact, you know, a lot of them probably already did offer free trials. But for certain, Shudder, you can get Shudder, which is... It's like Netflix, only only mm-hmm. horror movies. We mm-hmm. love Shudder. Yeah. You can get that free for a month. A lot of the other streaming services. So if you don't have a streaming service, look into it. But the other thing that you can do anywhere in the country, Canopy, K-A-N-O-P-Y, Canopy is run by or partners with the U.S. libraries, services, and it's free. Yeah. So if you have a library card, you can sign up for Canopy right now, or you can just get on it. If you don't have a library card, you can get a library card online. And uh, and so that is the best way to just guarantee that your movies are free. Yeah, that's a great idea. So 
Boy, a lot of choices, and there'll be more in the coming weeks, and we hope to keep you up to date on all of that. And we're just, you know, we're trying to have a little fun. Obviously, we hope you stay safe. Wash your hands. Yes. And, and stay safe. And let us know what's good. And also, you know, don't be afraid to chime in on this butthole cut controversy or- because we want to know... <laughs> If you could, he just we, wants to keep saying that's it. That's right. We should have. I, I wish we had a camera in here just to see your face every time I say it. But uh, you know, you got to take a stand. Either you're part of the solution or you're part of the problem, lady. Oh, stop it! Six feet away from me. Uh, so let me know what you're what you're seeing, what you're streaming, what you're binge watching. Uh, let us know, and we'll keep each other company. Best way to do that is to find us on Twitter. We're at Mad Wolf M A D D W O L F. Also on Facebook and Instagram. It is Mad Wolf Columbus, and the main website where you can find of all of our written reviews, which we will keep. We're continuing to get now uh, um, some new screeners, some yeah. online screeners yes. of films that are going to be releasing on VOD. Yeah. So we'll be updating those with current uh, reviews as well. Mm-hmm. So there'll be more content, fresh fresh stuff mm-hmm. all the time at madwolf.com. So always appreciate you stopping by the screening room. If you would do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and review, we would appreciate it. Yes, we would. And thank you very much to Daniel Baldwin. Uh, we got to come up with a name for him. Uh, <laughs> our, our correspondent in the field. That's right. With all the latest news. I'm sure we'll be checking back with him. So until next week, she is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf, And this is the Screening Room Podcast. See ya. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye. <laughs>